The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sounds of the week right there brought to you by the Top 1660. It's back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hanson Scotty announced another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah as the countdown at the start of the college football season. It's the Top 1660 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon only on the Zone Sports Network. We're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind it's the warehouse. We still have some jazz gear to give away, too. If you want to come in and snag some of that, please do so. Lots of good stuff over there, right? Absolutely. Uh, again, 1825 South, 300 West. We're going to talk to Kenneth Scott here momentarily, uh, the former Ute receiver, and we'll get his thoughts. I know he was in town not that long ago and saw him tweeting he stopped by Ute camp, so we'll we'll find out uh, what impressions he came away with. And, you know, frankly, I, I think his position that he played at Utah remains kind of one of the more question marks uh, you know if you think utah's offense is going to take it to the next level they're going to need somebody out of that group to step up and and perform well you have two problems with what's going on there one is you've you're doubtful that the talent is there that's necessary and secondly you don't think wit should throw the ball Oh, well, well, let's see what kind of quarterback he's dealing with, of course. But I don't think that they should uh, go away from what's made them a successful program for a long time. All right. It's a nuanced question. It's not black or white. It's mix it in so that you can have a more explosive, more effective offense instead of turning around and handing it to the running back play after play after play. Which has just failed miserably. Uh, I, well, it hasn't taken the Utes to the uh, elite. Level. They've been pretty good for a long time. Uh, let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Uh, joining us now, of course, former Ute receiver Kenneth Scott with us back on the big show. What's going on, Kenneth? How are you? Man, everything is going well, my end. I mean, I can't complain, but I'm not going to complain because it's not going to do anything. But <laughs> things are going well. How about you guys? We're great. I mean, football season's almost here. Life life is just a little better when it's football season, right? Ooh, you are not lying, man. I'm already amped up and getting anxiety off of it. Well, hey, how nice is it going to be to have uh, – I, I realize that not everything is back to normal and that there are still a lot of very serious things in society, but we're talking about a full schedule. We're talking about games being played. We're talking about watching players play a full schedule. I mean, just feels good to be talking about a normal, at least somewhat, college football season. Ooh, tell me about it. It sucks. It sucked last year not being able to have a full season, but this year – now it's down packed. Now it's the real thing, and now we can't wait for it. Although, fellas, I don't want to be a spoiled sport, but I just saw a headline that a high school football game here in Utah has been canceled. 
Let's just no way. Some. You can't yeah. come on, man. You can't say that to us right now. <laughs> hey, oh, man. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Kevin. I didn't want to uh, rain on anybody's parade. But anyway, it is football season. That's the point. So, Kenneth, you were uh, in town, I believe, following you on social media, as I do, and had a chance to drop by you camp. <laughs> what uh, what were your thoughts? Man, yeah, yeah, I had the, the privilege and the opportunity uh, to come by, basically take some mental reps, uh, you know, from the coaches that are there, and especially uh, behind Coach Bump, who's freaking amazing. I love that dude, man. That dude, is, he's going to do big things for that group. But, you know, I saw, you know, from what I saw, I mean, obviously I can't say too much, but, uh, you know, the things that I did saw, I mean, did see, man, it made me excited. And I, I, I wish I could – I mean, I'm trying to contain it now, but it made me excited for the season um, and, and just to see everybody around there as far as every position group and how much more developed they are in regards to, like, uh, you know, their skill sets and from where they were last year till now and the different competitions and the rooms and things of that nature, man. I just can't wait till uh, – I just can't wait till the first game so everybody else can see what I was able to see in practice. So, Kenneth – uh, Jake and I disagree with each other a little bit. I think in order for the Utes to to really win the conference and get to a higher level, even higher than what they've been, they need to be more effective passing the ball. And Kyle Whittingham has said that as well. Jake, if I not don't want to mischaracterize you, but Jake thinks that part of the game is less necessary. Just hand the ball off and, and feature the running game. Uh, I'm cheating here because I'm asking a wide receiver this question, Jake. But, but uh, uh, do you agree with me or do you agree with Jake? You know, I, I mean, honestly, both of you guys are right, to be very honest with you. Uh, we need a powerful run game, which we have have had in the years, uh, develop, to develop that passing game to at least be some type of threat. And we also need a passing game to be a threat so they won't load the box up on us to null our running game. So, in essence, you guys are both right. But um, from years prior, I think this group right here, they have what it takes to have a, a dominant passing game. And not just speaking from just one room, but I believe, like, our tight end position adds a lot to it. Our receiver position is good. Our freaking running backs, we have a plethora of them. Like, we have so many – choices and weapons that we can use to enhance our passing game that we don't really have to rely on just one group to get it done. So that's why I think um, the throw game is going to be really dominant, really productive, and more efficient than what we've seen in the years prior, being that we had that sort of free year last year that allowed people to get more game reps, you know, and things of that nature, more cohesiveness. So um, I think it's going to be really great. Whoever is going to be the starting quarterback is going to have their fair share of weapons to, you know, kind of pick and choose from. So, Kenneth, when you were at Utah, uh, the offensive coordinator position was, let's say, uh, in, in flux often. <laughs> uh, and now Coach Ludwig is, is back and has been here. Uh, tell us what consistency uh, from having a, a consistent offensive coordinator, how is how advantageous is that? Man, it's super advantageous, and the reason being is the continuity of it, so you don't have to learn something every year. It kind of takes at least six months to get in the groove and learn the playbook. And in our prior years, we've always had it to where going into the first game, uh, the quarterback sometimes wasn't too comfortable, you know, as far as with the new playbook and learning uh, – 
the timing of everything because it takes time to build that timing, you know, with the receivers, with the certain playbooks, the certain routes and things of that nature. So timing is very important. And I believe with the consistency of our playbook now, the new players that are getting it because the old players have already developed this so they can teach the new players like, hey, this is the nuance of this route. This is what you want to do based on previous experience from this. Uh, here's a tidbit of how to learn it faster. So it kind of ramps up your learning curve uh, when you have a, 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 a continuous like or the same playbook for a continuous amount of years. And and so that's what it, it seems like. It seems really effortless. The, the, the learning curve isn't as steep as if it would be if you have to learn a new playbook, you know, every year. Um, going into screen. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man, it definitely helps out tremendously. And it allows the certain, uh, you know, just think about recruiting-wise. Like, if you know what offense you're going to run next year, you know what certain type of players you're going to bring into this type of offense. And, and also the OC knows what type of players he has for this offense to put in key positions to do different things with. And so, uh you know, like some receivers are great in certain offices and some receivers aren't as good in certain offices. Certain running backs aren't as productive as they are in certain offices. So uh, being that you have a continuous playbook like we have, it allows us to not only recruit but put guys in the position to succeed in this certain playbook. So I think it goes really – it's really beneficial to have a playbook for a continuous amount of years. So, Kenneth, there's no better person to ask this question than you. As a former wide receiver – Wide receivers have an eye for quarterbacks. They know a good one when they see one. When you visited here, who's your guy? Ooh, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one because I was still trying to learn people's names. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, to be honest with you, when I was looking at all the quarterbacks, they all have something to bring to the table, you know, that's, which is pretty good. Um, obviously, you keep your eyes out on, like, the top ones. But, you know, they all have something to bring to the table. I'm really excited to kind of see how, uh, you know, Rising bounce back is from his shoulder. So that's going to be pretty cool to see. I'm, I was anxious to see how Brewer reacts based off of this is my first time seeing him. Uh, Peter Castelli seeing how he reacts. And especially J.J. seeing how versatile he is. So it's hard to really say it because it's like, man, all these quarterbacks have something that they can bring to the table to provide value to the offense. But as a receiver, shoot, I don't care. As long as you throw me the ball, I, I love you. Like, you could be the sorriest quarterback in the world, but if you throw me the ball, I'm going to love you. So, <laughs> so I get to really guys are really bad at, like, the quarterback. Because as long as someone's in there, they throw it accurate, and they can get us the ball. That's all that matters to me. But as far as a front runner, man, it's going to be hard, 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 because those boys can ball. I was like, dang, I'm glad I'm not in that position to have to figure out who's going to be the starter. You mentioned uh, Coach uh, Bumpus earlier in the in the interview, and it sounded like you, he he left a, a really positive impression on you. What do you think? Uh, what do you like about him, and uh, why do you think he'll be uh, successful in that coaching position with the Utes? Yeah, so when I was in the meeting rooms with them, like you could tell, like the cohesiveness not only with among the players, but the players with him. They felt really comfortable with him. And, and allowed them to be themselves. It was really cool. And he allowed for creative freedom and thought as well. So, like, when they're in meetings, he's asking them questions like, hey, how do you feel about this, getting their take on it? So it makes them feel valuable. It feels like they have a voice to, you know, in the meetings. I felt like that was awesome, like, to have them open up, to ask certain questions. Then you have different leaders in the group as far as, like, Solo, uh, Covey, right? And they're and they're talking about, hey, on this play, maybe you should do this. So it allowed um, 
other receivers to be leaders amongst the groups, and it doesn't really have to be always coming from Coach Bump, right? He allowed everybody to have a voice, and I thought that was really amazing. And it brought the group together, and it held each other accountable. Like you have a uh, a walk on who's telling a guy that's a veteran, like, "Hey, you need to go a little bit harder." Like, and and, and, it, and it felt cool to like hear, to like, "Wow." Right, and so it, it, everybody's uh, holding each other accountable, and it's mainly because him, man, and it's, he's giving them that that freedom of voice, uh, you know, to kind of have that type of uh, accountability amongst each other. And I, so that's why I think that group is going to be great. And then you know, freaking like man, these walk-ons, like they can play. It's not like you know they, you know, they're just walking on here and just to you know just to take a spot to fill you know the roster. These 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 walk-ons can actually play. Right, and I was like, "Wow, these are some good guys." And so, um, you know, that's what got me excited. You know, because it's confirmed, like it's competition. Like no matter what, you gotta walk on. Be like, "Look, I'm gonna take your spot." So I'm gonna take your spot, LA. Like, you know, so it brings the competition up in that room. So I thought it was amazing, man. I loved it. Kenneth, you mentioned the tight ends. Uh, how advantageous is it uh, for the wide receivers to have a great tight end involved in the whole thing? What's the what's the synergy there? Obviously, Keithy, a, a, a very talented guy, and there's others as well. Yeah, man, having a tight end is really crucial, especially in the middle of the field, right? Eating up that, that middle of the field, that's what we talk about a lot uh, because then it allows to open up on the outside. Um, if you and the way Keithy plays, man, he's so versatile. You can put him on those fly sweeps like we all seen him do, right? And just adds a lot of things to it, right? You can go the amount of tight ends we have and how athletic they are, right? You can really go 14 personnel, which means no receivers because these guys are very athletic. These guys are built. Um, these guys can run. <laughs> so uh, having t- tight ends like that, it's a mismatch night. It's like it's a nightmare out there. Uh, you got a, a, a linebacker covering Keithy. You have a, li- a linebacker and covering uh, like Kincaid. Like it's just a safety covering, a, a corner. Like it's just a mismatch. And so having tight ends like that is just going to open it up more for the outside guys on the perimeter. And then, you know, and it helps with our offense uh, receivers. We have so much. Uh, we have so much diversity amongst the group, right? You got our small guys and Covey and Dixon, and you have our bigger guys like Vele, uh, Munir, Solo, right? Uh, you know, Theo, like Theo's quick feet. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you have a different type of receivers. It's very versatile. And so that's why, I, like, I got so excited when I seen this. I'm like, wow, the potential in here is ridiculous because you have literally everything that you may want. If you want to – uh, a, a person that's a route runner, you could throw them in there, right? If you have a person that's a big body, you have everything that you need for offense, and that's what got me super excited about this group. This is a curiosity question, Kenneth, but I'm sure you get a lot of uh, young people coming up and asking your advice and that sort of thing. But if, if I were a young receiver and I came up to you and I said, who, what receiver of all time, college pro, whatever, what receiver should I watch film on? What receiver did everything right? Not necessarily the most talented, but who mastered the position? Uh, I'm just going to go to the current players right now, but I feel like a receiver like Robert Woods um, I believe because everybody knows Robert Woods. He went to USC and he played mm-hmm. for the Los Angeles Rams. I love Robert Woods, and I think he's one of the most underrated receivers. I've been watching Robert Woods since we was together in high school, and I love his tenacity when he blocks. Right, and the, you you can see he lines up on at the Z receiver on the strong side, uh, you know, feeling that edge for that running back. You see him in the intermediate game catching passes across the middle. You see him going deep. Whatever you 
asked of him, he does it. It doesn't matter. He's like the ultimate team player. And so when I when I if I was a rookie, I'll tell a guy he needs a great route runner, has great hands. I would tell a guy to look at him, or, or look at someone of like him in a similar mode because he's not just a, a route runner. He's he brings more value, especially in the run game, in the pass game, everywhere. And so I personally like Robert Woods because of all the other things he brings to the table outside of just being a receiver. Kenneth, how cool is it that uh, Utah football is honoring the late Ty Jordan with his own locker inside the team's new facility? I, I, I just think that is so cool, isn't it? Man, when you tell me, man, I, I thought someone was peeling onions around me. Because I was, <laughs> man, I, that touched me. I said, wow. So Chris, it's crazy. A guy that young have that much impact, not only on the team, but the whole community. It shows you, like, how great he could have been. He's like one of those stories, like, you know what I'm saying? And so I just thought it was amazing, you know, and I, it, it's a tragedy of what happened, but man, his presence was definitely felt and it still is being felt. And you could tell, like, when they showed that video of the whole team in the field watching this, watching him on the big screen, it did something to him. It made him, like, more grateful and provided more gratitude for, like, the position here. Like, man, guys, like, we woke up this morning and we get to do something we love. And, like, it gives them an extra boost, like, all right, let's go out here and do what we got to do. And so, you know, with them putting his, uh, you know, putting his locker, well, the locker in his locker room, well, his locker in his locker room, you know, it's kind of like a reminder to everybody else, like, look, we don't get that much time out here, especially on this earth or on this football field. We have a little bit amount of time. So while we are out here, let's maximize this time while we do have the chance. And so I thought it was a great, great, great representation of just – making your presence felt, leaving a legacy, uh, not only on the field, but off the field, uh, you know, so people can continuously talk about you from years on. Amen. Yeah, here, here. Hey, Kenneth, it, it is always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much for jumping on with us. We really appreciate it. Man, thank you guys so much. I definitely appreciate it. When I'm back in town, I'm going to come by the studio just to buy y'all some lunch, breakfast, yes. whatever it is, to cater to y'all. Come on Kenneth, by it anytime. You can, you can join the show whenever you want. We'll buy you lunch, Kenneth. You come by. You come by. We'll take care of you, buddy. All right. Sounds good, y'all. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Kenneth. That's Kenneth Scott jumping on with us. Always a great interview, Kenneth. When a kind of you know, well, we see. You know what? You see a lot of great personalities come come through. Uh, you know the the college football teams, and you get to know them a little bit. And Kenneth was always one of those fun guys to be around to talk to. He's insightful, energetic, and you know it's it's uh, not a coincidence that he's a great interview. Do you remember him as a player? Oh yeah, very well, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, he was he was one of the leaders on that team since he first got there. And he battled, you know, you remember, he battled a bunch of adversity, a bunch yeah. of injury stuff when he was at Utah and always, like, had that perspective that you hear in that interview. You can hear that he's got a good perspective on life. He always had that, even though there was a lot of stuff that didn't break his way during his run at Utah. And he, he always had a lot of perseverance. Certainly a story that you can you can really respect. And he himself, isn't he in Texas? I'm not sure where he is now. Uh, no, I'm much. not. Uh, Austin, we should we should oh, yeah. ask him. I'm not. Yeah, Texas. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, the young family, and yeah, he's just 
He's got a he's got a good vibe to him, Kenneth Scott. I would you? invite that guy into the studio. Anytime. Oh my gosh, he could sp- he should come in and spend the whole show with us. We yeah. could easily easily keep Kenneth for the whole five hours, especially if he's bringing food. Yeah, well, we told him we'd oh, give him yeah, food. That's right. I, but then I told him, him he hook. could buy me food. So yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are at the warehouse, eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Clayton jumping on with us once again. What's going on, Clayton? Hey, how's it going, Jake? Oh, man, couldn't be better. That is so good to hear. All day we've been talking about our split king adjustable bases at our lowest price ever. If you've ever thought about getting an adjustable base or an adjustable bed, this weekend is the time to do it, and we're the place to do it. Here at the warehouse, you can get his and hers. That's two adjustable head-up, foot-up bases and with the purchase of that base, you can get a free mattress. That's two bases with two free mattresses, not at two thousand dollars, not at nineteen ninety nine, not even at seventeen ninety nine. We're sixteen ninety nine this weekend only, and that's the split king. In the last break, I was talking about it a little bit. There are some there are some people that. You know, the idea of having a split king or a division in the mattress of your significant other or your partner kind of throws them off, and, and, and they think, that's not something I want. I don't want to, you know, roll over in the middle of the night and there would be a separation. The good news is we also worked the deal, and I, and I said, I just talked to my mom, and she confirmed that on the solid king that's normally twenty two ninety nine. This weekend as well, today and tomorrow only, I'm seventeen ninety nine. Same program as the split. Come in, purchase the base. We'll hook you up with that mattress. Come and see Mike. Come and see Matt. Come and see Uncle Clayton. They can get you laying on it, get you all the bells and whistles, figure it out, see which mattress is nice for you. But listen. This is our lowest price we've ever done the split king and the solid king. $16.99, $17.99 while supplies last. That's a B O O M with a capital B. Boom. Take advantage of it going on now. You got to get down here this weekend. Price is so low to blow your mind. That's our friend Clayton, 1825 South, 300 West. We'll have more next, 97.5 and 1280 the zone. Your Cougar update at 30. Of course, some questions on the BYU defense going into this year. Kalani Sitake gives his thoughts on the cornerback group. We got the size and speed, exactly what we're looking for. They have a lot of talent. Adding to our depth and our talent, that's huge for us. But I really feel good with what Gennaro's done with that group, man. It's a solid corner group, and we just got to keep testing them. I think there's a there's a chance that we'll see a, a lineup with a lot of different corners contributing to our success on defense, and it just helps out having having guys that are, that are here that are pretty much game ready, and then we just teach them our, our, our system and the way they go. But so far from what I see, and they have the talent individually to, to really be something special here for us this update brought to you by friends at homie homie finally the way real estate should be full service local agents and you will save thousands homie a better way to buy or sell
This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone Live. From the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Come by and see us. Grab some jazz gear while you're here. And uh, check out all the great furniture. Check out an adjustable bed. Do yourself a favor. Yes, indeed. So, Jake, uh, tell me if this little report out of uh, the Summer League will be frustrating news for jazz fans. We've been talking about not rushing to judgment on these players, either be it praise or be it criticism. Good or bad. Mm-hmm. Just don't know yet. But I've read this report during the break. It says, uh, while it won't come as a surprise to those who watched him at West Virginia, the New York Knicks have something in number 36 pick, Miles McBride, averaging 15 points, five rebounds, and 2.7 assists on 63.6% from, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 61% from three through three summer games so far. And it goes on from there. It says McBride could quickly become a Tom Thibodeau favorite with his relentless on-ball defense. (laughs) It kind of sounds like what the Jazz is, the Jazz needed, didn't it? It would kind of sound like what they wanted out of the draft, and they moved from number 30 down to 40. And who knows? Maybe they got the man they wanted, Jared Butler. Maybe that's going to work out uh, just fine. But that's the kind of report that might be a little frustrating for some Jazz fans if they're jumping prematurely to conclusions. I don't think Jazz fans should be frustrated by that, no. Um, I I mean I've got a I've got a thought on it from the Knicks' perspective, mm-hmm. but who's to say the Jazz would even have selected that player? And by the way, it was bad for them, regardless of how good the player was. It was bad for them to make that thirtieth pick because they didn't really have any business guaranteeing the contract. But so, if he can be part of the rotation, it'd would be he worth be paying. worth the the four times his salary his rookie year? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, but, I, and I, I'm not down there. I'm just reading this report, and it says that he could possibly earn himself a spot in the rotation for New York. So, I don't know. It's Everything is preliminary right now. Um, my, my thought on it from a Knicks perspective, I'm not surprised that they've become a savvy draft team all the time. All of a sudden, they've had they had a good draft last year. Uh, what what was the guy they picked last year? It was in the 20s. A lot of Jazz fans talked about last year that being a positive. Was it Desmond Bain? That's no, on, Bain no. ended up with the Grizzlies. No, 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 it wasn't. Uh, anyway, point being, uh, I find what the Knicks are doing as a franchise actually really fascinating because for the first time ever, I think they made a, maybe not ever, but they made a good uh, hire at the top of their basketball operations in Leon yes, Rose. Right. I mean, who was really a mover and shaker in the basketball world. But what was one of Leon Rose's first hires, so to speak, or alliances? A certain assistant coach from the Utah Jazz. That's not what I was getting oh. to, but that that <laughs> did happen. Uh, he hired Worldwide West, and for folks out there who don't know who Worldwide West is, he's this figure that's behind the scenes and not in basketball. 
he's he's really into AAU and he's really into he he's he was LeBron's guy that LeBron came up with through his process and and like Rich Paul he was one of the guys that gained notoriety because of his attachment to LeBron James and became this massive figure behind the scene almost like a kingmaker behind the scenes of identifying talent and probably no coincidence that leon rose (laughs) saw the value in him because he was probably uh, pointing clients that leon rose wanted to rich paul and so anyway point being it's not a surprise that the knicks are all of a sudden a really savvy draft team because his presence right there is really interesting because nobody knows that world of basketball probably better than he does. All right. Well, so I'll... so you bring up that story, and that's what I found interesting about that story is the Knicks made a really good hire, I think, hiring Leon Rose, who made a really intriguing hire bringing Worldwide right. West on. And now all of a sudden they're really good about plucking these young players, I don't want to say out of obscurity because it's still the 30th pick in the draft, but identifying those guys, it's not a surprise they're better at it because – They've got somebody there who that's that's his whole world. I don't want to contradict what I've been saying all along, and that is you can't really tell at this point, this early point, what what a guy's going to be or what he's going to do. So I kind of violated my own rule there, but uh, still, it was it was just well, interesting to see that report. You wanted to, you know, fan the flames with jazz fans. I get it. No, I just uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> No, it makes for a good topic, though. It does. But my, I don't know, it's hard for me. I was the guy who defended the Jazz when they didn't draft Tony Parker because it's, I mean, yeah, the Jazz missed on him, but so did everybody else. I mean, you know. But the Jazz, the jazz didn't draft Jimmy but Butler. The Jazz, the jazz didn't the draft jazz Nikola badly, Jokic. They Nobody else did. They needed a point guard at that time. And they drafted one. And how'd that work out? They drafted the wrong one, which every NBA team does at some point in their existence. I know, but, but yet everybody somebody wants... makes a mistake or a bunch of people make mistakes, it doesn't make your mistake any better. It comes. It still comes up to this day, and it shouldn't. You're very forgiving in some respects. Because the draft is the ultimate all. inexact science. There were a whole bunch of us who liked Tony Parker a whole lot. I remember that draft, and... It wasn't a mystery. Yeah, had you ever even seen him play? Yeah, I saw it. I saw the, the I grainy saw... video. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, that's what folks are paying a lot of money to get right, they and yet they miss wrong. every franchise misses all the time. It's again, it's time and place, Jake. The Jazz badly needed a point guard, and they whiffed on that one. So anyway. Hey, look, I give credit when they make really good decisions, too. But that was a bad one. Go look at the list of players that the Sacramento Kings have passed on. That's the Kings. Who's running the Kings? Who's but the, making but good the, decisions But that's the, the point. The Jazz make one bad decision 25 one? years ago. It's been more than and one. And people Come can't on. let it go. And the Kings passed on every all-NBA player in the league. Jake, I remember that draft, and everyone was saying, draft Tony Parker. Draft him. Draft him. Uh, everyone. Who? Raul Lopez? All right. The reason they did it was to save money. Okay. So? Because he was under contract still over in Europe. They wanted to 
sit him over in Europe for an extra year. It's a perfectly legitimate reason to uh, to help in your evaluation of players. All right, Jake, go ahead. Make your excuses. I'm not making excuses. I just just hate that. that. Sit there and make all these excuses when it was clear that that was what they should have done. The whole league passed on Tony Parker, yet this comes up (laughs) all the time. The whole league passed on Jimmy Butler. The whole league passed on Nikola Jokic. All these players fall to the second round. Just because other people make mistakes doesn't legitimize the Jazz's mistakes. It's not possible to hit it out of the park in every draft. Every draft? Are you kidding me? Most teams. No, would I'm be, not. Uh, you know, I mean, how about half the time? And this guy's a great player, won championships. I'm just saying. That's why Jazz fans are frustrated with that because that could have been. Really beneficial for the team. Anyway, I don't want to argue with you anymore. It's Friday evening, and I just don't want to argue with you about it. You don't think the Jazz should have moved the thirtieth pick? No, I I don't know. I'm just I just read that report. I've no, I haven't seen this Miles McBride play in the summer league. I'm not down there. It's just that he's impressing people, doing things exactly what the Jazz want out of that position. I think priority number one for the Jazz during the draft had to be trade out. They had to. Well, if Miles McBride turns out to be one hell of a player, uh, then that would have been worth drafting him. Maybe not. Because then what if you have to move a different player? What if you have to move one of the Jazz rotation just to hang on to a first-round draft pick? It, they weren't going to make that pick. They shouldn't have made that pick. I don't care how well that guy's playing <laughs> in summer league. Okay. So say unless you want to cut Royce O'Neal or something, you act as though this is coming out of your pocket. It's the smart roster building <laughs> move. Okay, Jake. Okay, okay. Uh, like I said, I haven't seen the kid play in summer league. All I read the stats. That's all. And he's giving the Knicks exactly what the Jazz want in summer league. In summer league, that's a, that was what I said. I said that. Five, yeah, I know. I'm just resetting that in okay, summer league. Yeah. But don't use it as a counter against me, because I've already acknowledged that. How dare the Jazz pass on Jimmy Butler? I mean, it's Jimmy Butler. I love the hindsight of these arguments, too. Well, yeah, it does help. Yeah, a little bit. It certainly but does. But look, the guys will admit it. The personnel folks around the NBA are paid a lot of money to get it right. And sometimes they get it wrong. They do. Everybody. Mm-hmm. That's all. I'm not trying to make any kind of condemnation here. Just saying that's interesting. We'll have more next. It is the big show live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Come on by and see us. We'll have more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON. On your home of the best college football coverage in Utah. 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Ute Camp rolls on. It's your Ute update at 50. A lot of folks out there, a lot of the pundits, Gordon, consider the uh, linebacking core to be a strength of the Utah defense going into the year. Here's linebacker coach Colton Swan talking about the depth. 
it's my position to make sure from top to bottom that I have enough guys that are ready to get in contact and, you know, injuries happen and to the next man up mentality. You know, when somebody goes down, the next man grabs a rifle or he freaking takes that front line. So it's, it's my job as a position coach to make sure that I got guys ready when it comes time on September 2nd. We'll be there. This UTED 50 update brought to you by our good friends at Zero Res. Your pets are angels, but urine so carpet is a nightmare for your house. Zero Res has a specialized method to remove stains that leaves your carpet clean and smelling fresh. Schedule your appointment with Zero Res Carpet Cleaning today. Zero Res Salt Lake.com. Up north, Zero Res Davis Weber.com. is the big show with jake scott and gordon monson presented by big o tires with the lowest price on every tire every day with no credit needed financing options available big o tires the team you trust big show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone broadcasting live from the warehouse 1825 south 300 west price is so low to blow your mind time for 20 seconds of baseball and uh, that is brought to you by our friends at Peach uh, Window and Door. Uh, for more than 25 years, Peach Window and Door has been providing superior quality windows, doors, and customer service to the Wasatch Front. Call them today, 801-566-1255 for all of your window and door needs. That's Peach Window and Door. Austin, it is time. 20 seconds of baseball. And now it's time for 20 seconds of baseball with the big show's Austin Horton right here on the Zone Sports Network. Last night's Field of Dreams game had 5.9 million viewers tuned in to see the White Sox walk-off win over the Yankees. One of eight total homers knocked into the Iowa cornfields. Former Cy Young winner Jake Arrieta was released by the Cubs this morning with a 6.88 ERA over 20 starts this season. And the A's beat the Indians 17-0 last night. Largest shutout victory in franchise history. Oof. 17 nothing. That's a bit of a shellacking, isn't it? Now, Gordon, throughout your many uh, sports careers, whether it's semi-pro hockey or, or <laughs> beating up on elementary schoolers on the baseball field, oh, stop. you ever caught a beating? Like, like, just got whooped? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a... It's a it's a very helpless feeling. It is. It's, it's not comfortable at all. No. Not if you care about winning, not if you're a competitive person. I remember one time I was playing a hockey game, and it, we, we got beat soundly. Puxley wasn't on his game, huh? No. And Did it, you struggled? No, all of us sucked compared <laughs> to the guys we were playing. What, what was your position? Puxley's hung way? over again back there. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever asked what your 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 hockey position was. Well, I, I, so I moved around. I was a center. I was a wing. Left malarkey. And I... And, did you hear a voice there? Uh-huh. The, 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 the left voice malarkey of truth. position? <laughs> the voice of reason. And, and then I also liked playing defense because I was physical when I was younger and uh, enjoyed that. So, Never did the, goal ten, the goalie thing. I, I just wasn't. So your answer is all of the positions. That's, no, that's, I didn't, as I said, I didn't play goalie. I was never in goal. Uh, that, that, although I probably would have been all right at that. But uh, Lisa's pet no. name for me is Bowler. What? What's it got to do with anything? That sounded like a different one. There was like more of an emphasis on the me there. So was that a different version? I hit I, the wrong button. <laughs> uh, I meant this. Lisa's pet name for me is Bowler. Just kidding. I meant this. He's a terrific BSer. 
Not true in that case, man. That's that's bowler, so not that's me. The whole truth, nothing but the truth. What the whole hockey thing? Hey, I, I played you stake hockey. You stake your your uh, your credibility on that? Yes. On Bill Puxley? No. Look, I mean, we've had some fun with it, but I played serious hockey, and it was fun. Pick up hockey, right? Hockey, yeah. <laughs> on Golden Pond. <laughs> you guys. When you did uh, the flying why, V. Why do I waste my time with you guys? Why do I do that? But seventeen to nothing in a baseball game. That's got to be rough. Oof. What would you? I mean, what's the word that describes that? Is it shellacking? That works. What, 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 what's the best word? Spanking. A beating. Spank. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A massacre. A massacre? That's a bit over the top. A uh, waste of everyone's time. That is a waste of everybody's time. And the good news with baseball is that makes the game go longer. <laughs> it does, doesn't yeah. it? There needs to be a mercy I, you know, rule. Huh? It's funny because when I used to cover baseball when I was in L.A., I always I hated p- pitcher's duels. Until I started covering some of the games, and I was on deadline, and I didn't need eight home runs into the cornfields. You know, nice story last night, but that makes it a little tight. Stretches the game out there a little bit. Sure does. <laughs> Guessing there was about one person left at the end of that ball game, seventeen to nothing. <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. But the one last night was uh, the uh, Field of Dreams game was spectacular in every way. So, yeah, the, the best thing to do, though, uh, that I discovered is if, if you're catching a beating like that, that's when the, Give che- up. That's when the cheap shots really come out. <laughs> uh, that's you, when you, you mean who's getting cheap shotted, the winners or the losers? Oh, the winners, yeah. I mean, that's when you try to end seasons. <laughs> just to get even? Oh, yeah. Just, uh, you know what, if I'm going to walk off this field uh, losing 17-0, to zero, well, uh, I'm going to spike off half your thigh. You know, speaking of flying V's, it describes you perfectly because you are vindictive. I am not. It's you just, are a vindictive that's, person. That's sports. That, that's not sports. It's sports. No, that's not sports at all. That, has nothing, that should have nothing to do with sports. If you're getting beat... Yeah, right. If I'm losing, take your beating and go home. Don't be trying to end careers, sliding in, trying to break people's legs or bust out their knees. Fine, fine. How about this? As you're lapping the bases, you know, as you're running the bases, and if I'm playing like shortstop, what about <laughs> what about like a handful of sand right in the face? That oh no will never not be funny. Well, I mean, why do you get such a kick out of people getting hit in the beans? Why? Listen to this guy. <laughs> Listen to that oh no. That's not funny. He just got hit in the onions. The tenders are hurting. And you're... Oh no. Well, what would you do? What was it? The Weebie Jeebies? Oh, and then he got hit again. Wooly, that's, wooly, that's the best part of yeah, that back story. Yeah, back to back. Yeah, he got hit again. You know? Oh, no. That is the Woolies. I'd say that, that's just, uh, you know what that is? That's just that's bad luck. And, uh, I mean, two two balls like that? We're here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Joining us now, Clayton. <laughs> Clayton. You laugh. You laugh, Jake. You laugh. Funny. But if it happened to you, you would be crying. It's funny every time. What's up, Clayton? How's it going, guys? 
We're great. Hey, we just said, what's up, Clayton? And Uncle Clayton here said, hey, hey, guys, what's up? I'm right here. What do you want? <laughs> hey, Uncle Clayton's great. The best, man. Absolutely the best. Well, let's close the, let's close the show out with, with just a little recap on the deals and, and mentioning a little bit about, you know, the, the lowest price we've ever had on our Split King adjustable base. It's something that I had to convince my mom to let her, you know, give me the approval. Adjustable base, split king size. Look it up on the internet. You can find it anywhere for five thousand dollars to maybe three thousand dollars at the warehouse. We have it for sixteen ninety nine today and tomorrow only. That's sixteen ninety nine for both bases. And if you buy the bases, I throw in the mattresses for free. We also have the king size mattress deal. Uh, mattresses normally at $2,200, excuse me, starting at 549 King size mattresses, um, you know, obviously are our best sellers. So if you need a king size mattress, come in. California King as, uh, as well, starting at 799 We also got a brand new shipment of dining room sets. Come check them out. Up to eight seats, uh, eight chairs, excuse me on the dining room chairs. I'm Clayton. Appreciate you, Jake. Appreciate you, Gordon. We love having you guys come in this weekend for the greatest deal we've ever had on the Split King adjustable base uh, with a free mattress on the purchase. Boom. Boom. Clayton, you're the best. Thank you so much. That's our friend Clayton. 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Uh, We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to the folks here at The Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Great hosts, as always. Gordon, man, this week flew by, as usual. It always does, especially this time of year, man. Powering straight ahead to football. You got basketball stuff coming up quick. And, yeah, it's just a good time of year for a sports fan. I feel like we've had some good laughs this week. Like That's good you, belly laughs. It's because you eased off a little bit on your nasty nature. I have tried to keep it uh, a, a little bit more uh, uplifting. I was getting week. phone calls from people saying, what's you the matter with Jake? You don't get these phone calls I that did. you tell us about all I, the time. I got one the other day, Stop 10 minutes it. before the start of the show. What's the matter with Jake? He's really, is, is he frustrated about something? Why is he being so mean? See, I, it's funny you get those comments because the comments that I get are, you need to keep it up. Keep giving that Gordon a hard time. Well, there are two sides to I, offense. I get that all the mm-hmm. time, constantly. Well. I got an email today, five tweets, I trust, and a phone call. I trust the person who called me 10 minutes before the, before the show. Well, hey, you should trust Lisa. She is your it spouse. Wasn't Lisa. I mean, she, it wasn't you Lisa. should trust although, her. Opinion. Although Lisa really doesn't like you very much, but it wasn't her. Lisa doesn't like me? I'm kidding, Jake. I'm kidding. Oh, that would that would hurt. <laughs> I, I respect Good. and I'm admire gonna, her gonna, very much. I'm going to use that as a hammer her, sometime uh, <laughs> next time I really need it. Her opinion absolutely matters. Your opinion, yeah, you know, I'll take that and leave it. But exactly. Lisa's opinion, I, I, know I where cherish I and respect that. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs>
Hopefully you guys have something fun planned this weekend, Gordy. Get out and enjoy it. Yeah, you too, Jake. Have a wonderful weekend, and we wish that for all our listeners out there. We appreciate you. We're grateful that you listen, and uh, Jake, it's it's fun to do it every week. No doubt about it, Gordon. Uh, enjoy your weekend, especially, as you said, to all our listeners out there as well. It's the Big Show. We'll talk to you on Monday, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.